Hi, I'd like to welcome you to season two of our Prairie Conversations uh, podcast. Uh, the purpose of uh, the podcast is to provide our community uh, with some more insight into our schools, staff, students, and our programs. Um, today's discussion focuses on career services, which uh, involves internships, uh, post-secondary interests, etc. And uh, today I'd like to welcome Mary Goodenkoff, and Mary is our career uh, development specialist at Prairie High School. So Mary, thanks so much for uh, joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So a lot of great things going on, uh, and I'm looking forward to kind of sharing and finding out more about that. But first of all, before we get started, you know, tell us a little bit about you, Mary, and kind of yourself and your background. Sure. So I grew up in Fairfax. I was the youngest of five kids, and I was toted around to many Prairie events long before I started kindergarten here at Prairie. And my dad was active in raising bonds to construct our new elementaries at that time. My mom taught elementary at Prairie Heights, and then she moved to Prairie View when it was opened. My husband graduated from Prairie, although I didn't meet him until 10 years after high school, and we also had three daughters who graduated from Prairie. But while I was a student at Prairie in high school, I had some amazing and influential adults in my life. And upon graduation, I went to Northern Iowa where I spent a couple of years in classes, and then I left college and I went to the world of work. I worked for George Nissen, who actually invented the trampoline, and they were the large international business headquarters here in Cedar Rapids who ultimately had a massive layoff. And from there I went to work for America West Airlines in Cedar Rapids and in Denver. They're now American Airlines. And during that time I returned to school to finish my undergraduate at Mount Mercy where I met you. That's right. So upon, memory. That, bad yeah, memory. <laughs> yeah, uh, either. You can, you can pick. <laughs> you can upon graduation I joined a telecommunications upstart as uh, the 12th employee where we grew to 500 in a year. And then in 1995, I interviewed with my former high school principal for a part-time position. It was called School to Work. It was under a federal grant. Was that Ken Steine? It was Ken Steine. Okay. So you can kind of imagine that I never expected leaving high school that I would eventually interview with my high school principal because I was not on a path to work in education. I was in business and industry. Um, but Ken hired me, and I have had a long career here at Prairie. But in addition to my work, I've also engaged in a lot of community service, including the Freedom Festival Board and bond committees for Prairie. I was the first PTO president at Prairie Ridge. I had seven years on the foundation and chaired the Prairie Fest. Um, member of the Iowa Workforce Development Board. I was on the Prairie Boosters Executive Board. I did fundraising for the turf field. And a fun fact about myself, in 2007 I was elected to the city of Swisher as a city councilor. And in 2013 I did a simultaneous stint as the mayor and the administrator in the city of Swisher. And in the summers I actually work for Delta Airlines in Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, one of my side gigs at Prairie also is I'm pleased to be an academic advisor for students involved in Business Professionals of America. These are great kids. And a fun fact about me while I was a high school student, I was involved in the gymnastics team that we had here then. Yeah, because I don't, I, don't, well, I don't even know when that ended. <laughs> me neither. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's terrific. So. Uh, 
let's talk uh, now get into your role Mary what what is your role as the career development specialist so in a short sentence I connect students with opportunities to research explore and experience careers and think about their planning for life after high school and how we do that we'll talk about that a little bit more with some other questions yeah, here fun to dive into that okay. so um, you know, college community is uh, obviously committed to preparing students uh, for success uh, in all forms of education, training, uh, after high school, including two-year college programs, four-year college programs, uh, uh, certification programs, uh, we have apprenticeships, uh, students going to the military, other training programs. I guess, Mary, through your lens, uh, how have you seen this evolve? Yeah, that's a great question. So. You know, college is definitely an option for students, but it's not the only option for students. And military and apprenticeships and community college and just so many things that are out there for students. But in 2014, Governor Reynolds released a Future Ready report that addressed our skilled worker shortage in the state. And 70% of our workforce needs additional education or training beyond high school by the year 2025. So what does that mean for us? That means that 2025, those kids are freshmen in our hallways right now at Prairie Point. So we need an additional 139,000 post-secondary credentials by 2025. So that equates to some type of training and skill development and education beyond high school. So our future workforce is in our hallways right now and we have lots of opportunities for them so that they're future ready when they graduate Prairie High School. Well, I know, uh, I know we have a good partnership and we've had a long uh, standing partnership with the Workplace uh, Learning Connection. Can you uh, talk, share a little bit about that? Because you know, people have heard of it, some people haven't, but what role do they play, Mary, for our students, for you, for helping kids, things like that? So Workplace Learning Connection is an intermediary organization that falls under the Kirkwood umbrella. And they serve all area high schools as a one-stop shop for coordinating experiences with our local community partners and our business and industry partners and our K-12 students. So think of it in terms of um, rather than all of these area high schools calling Hy-Vee, for example, to bring students in for a tour, they, the Workplace Learning Connection will organize that on behalf of all schools. So it's an intermediary who, who is a one-stop shop that makes all of that a little more seamless for all schools rather than schools trying to do that on their own. Okay. Yeah, that, uh I know. How many would you say are involved in that, Mary? Do you have any idea, kind of? The workplace learning yeah. connection? Like in terms of school districts? Yeah. Well, I, how many of our kids are involved with workplace learning? So, so that's a couple of programs that I work on here, and that's called job shadowing and internships. Okay. And when we offer job shadows, that's just like what it sounds like. You shadow someone at their job. That starts for our students in 10th grade. And every student who signs up for a shadow is placed in one. So naturally, we want every student to sign up for a shadow. Those can occur in two ways. They can be live or face-to-face, -face, or they might be virtual. So unfortunately, a lot of our healthcare shadows right now are virtual. But regardless, kids still get that opportunity to see what that world looks like. So shadows are one of the programs we use through Workplace Learning Connection. So. So, uh, yeah, um, 
you know, looking at our students right now, Prairie High School is 10, 12. Okay, mm -hmm. so I guess let's let's start with that because you've mentioned some really good things. Let's start with that. So, t as a sophomore coming in, in yep. you know, what are some uh, opportunities that are available for sophomores? So definitely that shadow that I just referenced, and then we also have students out on tours, and we organize those through the Workplace Learning Connection as well, and we work with them for classroom speakers. So sophomores run about one in three who sign up for this right now, which is great. Of course, we'd like to see it 100%. And we're at 450, so you put it in yeah. retrospect, that's a lot. You know, but we'd, we'd love to see every single student. Now, these are optional. They're not mandatory. So part of our challenge is always helping students understand what the benefit is to them and asking them to essentially take a little risk and step out of that comfort zone and, and try, try such a thing as a job shadow. So that's something that we start with our sophomores. And then into juniors and seniors, we offer the internship program. And I describe that to students as- And that starts as, as juniors for mm -hmm, internships? Exactly, okay. as a junior. So I, I describe that to students as work in exchange for credit. So students will spend 45 hours at a host in an area of their interest. So there's 16 different pathways there's 300 plus job descriptions within those pathways and students are, it, it is a competitive uh, endeavor. They have to fill out an online application. They have to have teacher reference and outside reference. They have to complete that application by the deadline. Then they have to interview for it, which depending on the internship might be in competition with students from around the city, maybe not, and ultimately be placed with a host. They are life impacting. We have had students who have liked their internships, continued down that path. We've had students who come out of an internship and they pivot because it wasn't necessarily something that they enjoyed. But that's part of the experience too, right? Absolutely. I mean, it's just as important to say I didn't it like is. it as to say I did like it. It's of equal importance and equal value. Whether you like or don't like isn't really the, the intended goal. It's the learning that goes with that because we can kind of all remember that voice in our head when we were little that said, when I grow up, I want to do this or I want to be that. And how do we know until we actually try it? So that's what I, I love about our, our exploration programs is that students have a chance to actually get in, dip their toe in the water to the fullest extent and find out whether something's truly for them or not. And then they make better, better decisions about their life because we all know that a failure to plan is a plan for failure. And so we want students we want students to try all of these things while they're still in this environment at Prairie. Yeah, that's a great that's a great uh, learning tool for them, and it also might funnel them into different areas they didn't know they might think for about. For sure, so, for sure. Um, well, you know, you you uh, work mostly with high school students, and then when do I guess discussions or opportunities mm -hmm. begin for our earlier grades as students start thinking about careers and post secondary? So how how young do we start those conversations? Well, we we have lots of. Uh, programs in our elementary junior achievement, brings in classroom volunteers. Uh, we had careers on wheels for our elementary kids. And our guidance counselors spend a lot of time in the classroom with K-9 talking about workforce readiness skills and, and opportunities that are coming their way and how attendance and being on time, those are all things that are gonna develop the employees that we need here in our future. In our high school, our student services team 
has our students 10 through 12 divided into an alphabet and counselors also are doing classroom presentations and one-on-one -on -one meetings and doing planning for scheduling. So all those things wrap around to what are students' interests and if students can't identify their interests then we get, in, get them into some inventory so they learn more about themselves and their likes and their dislikes and then that translates to the courses that they're choosing and what electives are they opting into and perhaps what even student organizations are they joining so that they can get involved in, in school projects and um, career and technical. Because uh, uh, those are extremely important as well. Oh just my getting gosh, involved yes. in club. Not yes. even, because that, that might yes. pique an interest you didn't know you Absolutely. had or working with others or just different things out there. All of those are work for gaining workforce readiness skills, all of those aspects. And we know that when students are engaged in a club or an athletic or, an, or something in school, that they're better connected to school and they do, they do better in school. So we want students involved. We want those involvement levels at high, at high numbers. Um, you know, so you, you touched on the internships a little bit and mm -hmm. job shadow. So I guess what does a typical internship or job shadow experience look like for our students? And after, I guess follow up would be, and what kind of opportunities are out there? Yeah, so we, we have so many opportunities and they rarely 100% go filled. The, the best challenge would be if we had more students than we did have hosts. We're not there. Um, throughout the city, we work with 17 different high schools, and there's 300 employers right now who are just really wanting high school students to come into their world of work so that they can serve as the educator about what do they do for their jobs, what kind of education do they need, what kind of money do they make, what, what are the skills required, do they like what they're doing, don't they like what they're doing, what would they have done differently if they were 17 or 18 years old, and there's it's divided across 16 pathways so honestly there's something for every student I can I almost can always match something for a student that aligns closely with their interests but kids tell me sometimes that they're just not quite sure what to do which is really the point of the the whole point of the exercise is you don't know until you try and so we're not asking students to define what precisely they want to do. We're asking them to be open-minded and engage in these exploration activities so that they add that tool to their toolkit so they have that better understanding of what something's all about. And I suppose when they come back from those too, Mary, they probably come back with stories or, oh, it was oh, great, sure. oh boy, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Absolutely, both yeah. ways. Yeah, that's great. And equal or valuable. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so what should a student look for in an internship experience in high school? I, th I think when, when I first have a conversation with students, I ask them what kind of classes they're taking, what they like about it, and then what do they consider to be their dream job? And almost everybody can, I, can answer that. Right. You know, I, I see my dream job as this. Then I start showing them job descriptions of what it might look like to be a sportscaster or what it might be to be a nurse assistant or working in the vet's office or whatever that fill-in-the-blank dream job answer is and then we need to just make sure that that aligns with what their interests are because this is 100 percent student focused and it is total voice and choice on their part so we want to make sure that we are matching them with what their learning goals are right instead of saying hey try this right and then, and then zero interest so 
and you're trying to gauge if some of their interest becomes greater interest mm -hmm. or no interest. Um, I guess, what, what advice, uh, Mary, would you give uh, to a student who isn't sure uh, what direction to take after high school? You know, does this advice change uh, for students who already know what they're interested in? But what advice would you give to students? Because, you know, we change majors in college, right? So we change jobs, we change interests. Um, but I guess, what advice would you give a student who isn't sure what direction to take after they graduate from high school? So the best way to predict the future is to create it. Wow. So <laughs> I have to write that down. That's Abraham Lincoln. So you, in order to create that, you have, yeah, I go back to that willingness to try and willingness to take a risk and knowing that there are so many safety nets while you're a student here. And there is no better time than to put yourself out there and explore than while you're in high school because everything's free that we offer here in terms of these experiences and it only costs a student their time. So I would want parents to just encourage their child to be open to this, to try this. And a lot of students who do know that maybe it wasn't exactly what they wanted but they still had some benefit out of it. And students do come back to Prairie and say, I'm so glad that I tried this because I either learned that I liked it or I learned that I didn't like it. And we all learn best through experience. So that's totally what these programs are all about is experience. I mean, and it could change financially for them. So if they know right away that, boy, military or skills. Mm -hmm. So now they really know that's what they want to do through these experiences and may think, okay, college is no of interest. Or we have students that go to college and go, I don't want to do college. I want to go into this or something else. So yeah, those are very important. Um, what other uh, programs or opportunities, Mary, uh, at Prairie, is there anything else that you'd like to highlight? You talked about BPA. Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of talked about some clubs, but any other kind of programs that you would like to highlight or think about for kids? I think for students to be willing, I, I keep coming back to those soft skills of being willing to try something. Um, there are so many things that we have. And, and we had a fair at the beginning of the year, we right? Did. Which we I had thought an activities was well fair. attended by yep, everybody. Absolutely. We saw a lot of students there. Right, walk them through everything, show them what we have. And ultimately it's the student's choice to be involved. And so we keep encouraging kids, you know, look at, we, we just have so many programs in athletics and and the plays and there's tons and tons and tons of things to do at Prairie and we want students involved. They, they are more engaged in their community, in their school community and they do better in school when they choose that something to be involved well, in. Well you talked about BPA, Business Professionals of America and you know, if, if kids don't try it, they don't know it's not just business. No. You're learning uh, technical right. skills, presentation skills, uh, putting uh, projects together, putting presentations together. It's not even just business. It's Pu just other speaking. different skills. Yeah. yeah, all those things. So, all soft skills, workforce readiness skills. Right. Yep. That's great. Um, I guess, last thing, Mary, do you have a story uh, maybe about a student or uh, maybe a certain internship that led to a surprising um, opportunity for a student? I do. I have a I've been thinking about this and I thought of a young man who graduated a few years ago and he was not um, interested in high school. He was a struggling learner. He did not like school. And in getting to know him, I learned about 
the fact that he's a hands-on learner and just what some of his interests were. And I connected him with a Caterpillar program at Altorfer here, it's called Think Big Program. And this young man ended up spending time at Altorfer's learning or what they're doing on the job. And then he went to community college for half the time. So he'd go get this, the classroom knowledge, then he'd go back and apply it in the shop. And after two years, he graduated with an associate's degree and went directly into the world of work at the age of 20, making a good wage. And so that's a great example of once a, a young person finds something that resonates with them, that they get excited about, that they care about, that they're passionate about, then the education piece follows. And I'm just really proud of him. He's in our community. He's a, a great young person heading down a professional path. And while he was in high school, we just weren't sure where this was all going to go. But because he was interested, he was motivated because it was his, his areas that he wanted to pursue, it ended up being a fantastic outcome. And I'm just I'm happy to share that story. And there's all kinds of kids out there who can go down this same path and end up in a, in a really good place after they leave here. That's why we encourage them to just try things, get involved, and be open, be willing. I guess last thing, uh, what advice would you give to a parent to have about their kids in high school? I mean, what, in middle school even, middle school to high school, I guess, what, what advice would you give to them that they should, that would be helpful? I think that we have to recognize that in our area, there are a lot of careers that are high paying careers that do not require a four year degree. So we need to recognize apprenticeships and the building trades and some of those high-tech manufacturing jobs. That's where the jobs of the future are in our area. That's a high growth industry right now. So that doesn't mean that college won't come down the road or that you might not return. I'm, I'm kind of an example of that. I started, I didn't finish, 13 years later I finished. So it doesn't all have to happen in this particular succession. So just to remain open-minded about what opportunities are out, out there that might only require a skill certificate of six months or perhaps a certificate of a year or community college. And so I would ask parents to encourage their students to check out a variety of things and just be open-minded to that. It might not all be the same path that they have in mind for them, but they can still achieve those successful outcomes. Well, I guess kind of what I'm hearing you say is the, the question shouldn't be to a student, where are you going to college? The question should be, what are your interests? What are you interested you, in? Yeah, that, that came across, across uh, loud and clear. Uh, so, well, Mary, thank you uh, for your time today to talk about that because, you know, like you said, it, it is future ready. Is your child future ready? And if not, what are things they should consider, get involved in, explore, dip their toe in to help them think about things down the road? So, great stuff, Mary. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Steve. Have a great day.